You are now listening to the Pinch of Salt podcast. Where we seek to see students be entertained and sustained with takes on navigating life as a young Christian. So settle in and get ready to vibe with us. Hey guys, welcome to the Pinch of Salt podcast. I'm Harrison. This is Kelly. Hey. And we're excited to be back with another episode. Yeah, and we are super excited about our guest. Um, he has helped us a lot with this podcast, um, and he just does wonderful work with the Salt Ministry. What's your name, special guest? My name is Jacob. <laughs> I guess I don't have to talk that close to him. No, but we're, we are very excited to have you on, and um, Jacob is in his second year of residency, um, and yeah you're just you're really productive and tell us what exactly like what are your wheelhouses within salt company at city church yeah so i kind of residency is a weird role because it's not super defined um it's kind of like a catch-all but as you kind of like get in the groove and you learn things and you learn what your talents and skills are like you kind of pigeonhole yourself into, I mean that in a good way, into like different areas. So I run our social media, I do a lot of our graphics and um, stuff like that. So a lot of the communication that SALT puts out, um, I'll oversee. Um, I do a lot of administrative stuff with um, the awesome Amanda Hill. Mm. Um, And then I do a lot of like older student leader discipleship type stuff. So a lot of care situations um and like developmental stuff um also get to help a lot with our internship program which is really awesome you should intern at city church yeah for sure little plug that's (laughs) awesome and you've had a lot of hats on in this church for a long time um you've been on staff you were on staff before you're a resident yes yeah yeah so i'm sure you've experienced a lot of times where you had to prioritize your time and figure things out so could you talk about maybe a time where you experienced burnout or like just exhaustion in ministry yeah absolutely i think there's probably many examples i can pull from um but i think one of like the biggest times i felt burnout but didn't really recognize what that looked like until after the fact was when i was support raising for my residency um i was at the time finishing um my master's degree um, was getting married, support raising, which is a full-time job, and then basically working two part-time jobs on top of that, and had just kept saying yes to a lot of different things um, that I felt like I had to probably, um, and not really knowing what to prioritize and how to prioritize it. So I think um, just during that season was like probably honestly like four or five months, um, just feeling like very like overwhelmed but also like there are really great things happening in my life that I couldn't enjoy because of this like overcommitment. So, yeah. 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 So, I mean, that is a lot on your plate at one time, especially in that season of burnout. And so, um, something that when, when we were talking about this topic, you mentioned in your notes, the less is more mentality. And I think you're going to talk about this later too, but, um, when it comes to prioritizing your life, Is less is more or is bigger is better, the more appropriate term? What do you think? That's a great question. Um, I feel like the answer is, in most cases, less is more is going to be 
the more appropriate answer. I think that, like, that certainly doesn't mean that, like, you shouldn't aspire to big things or you shouldn't, like, pursue, you know, awesome big things for the kingdom of God. But sometimes, like, we're trying to pursue, like, eight different big things for the kingdom of God and it kind of, you know, makes it hard to actually accomplish any of it. Um, So sometimes, like, choosing to do less that can end up being more and bigger and better. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, no. Um, on the Jacob gave a talk to our interns at the church a while back, a few weeks ago, about saying no and how that kind of factors in, and that really struck a nerve with me <laughs> and and a bunch of other people that were in the room because we were like, "Wow, that's some good stuff, man." Um, <laughs> this is a guy who seems like he knows what he's talking about. So, yeah, so we just wanted to have you on to talk about this stuff. And so thank you so much for, for getting into this. Um, so you talked about burnout. You talked about less is more, like Kelly asked about, and kind of that concept of that. So in the context of workload and um, efficiency and productivity, what are some steps towards that to, to, to figure out what to say no to and to figure out what to say yes to in your life? Yeah, great question. Um, so... Um, I actually kind of got the definition of burnout that sucked the most to me from um, a podcast I listened to. Um, but they kind of talked about how like burnout is really um, the cause of it is not that like you're overcommitted or whatever, but it's that you have committed to things that you're either not passionate about or not fully present in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically what that just means is that like someone who's like maybe maybe they're a little bit more lazy or they just like, that's more of their like, like leniency, I guess. Um, they, that's the type of person who doesn't really value work. And so that person is going to usually lack a passion for the things that they're doing. If you're passionate about something, you're likely excited to go do it. Um, and then the other side of that spectrum is like the person who's like a workaholic, like someone who just like wants to grind, grind, grind. It's like that kind of, mentality which is really popular in our culture right now um and that person like idolizes work um and so they lack a sense of presence because they're doing so much it's really hard to be fully present in the tasks that they're doing at that time and so for me like realizing you know that you know if i'm going to feel burnout it's because i'm either lacking a presence in it or a passion for what i'm doing or a combination of those two things like made me realize i definitely fall probably more in that like workaholic type mentality like also assigning a lot of like value and worth to what i can like physically accomplish and so highly would recommend not pursuing that but i think that like one way that it's we can start to like help prevent burnout is by kind of going back to that less is more mentality, like learning how to say no to uh, the right things. Um, in our uh, college pastor, Hunter Vine says this a lot, but like our, when we say no to things, we're letting our yeses mean a lot more. And so by saying no to opportunity, I'm actually saying yes to something. Or when I say yes to something, I'm actually indirectly saying no to something else. So how do we kind of identify our kind of personality <laughs> and like what we're good at um, to to know, okay, what can I take on? How would you say is the best yeah. strategy for that? Yeah, so there's this book called Essentialism, which I, again, highly recommend. Um, it's not a Christian book. However, like there's definitely like 
principles in that that like I feel like we can apply to the Christian life but sometimes there's some rub and so I recognize that like a lot of what that book teaches which I'll talk about in a minute like can actually be really hard for a college student because you are in a season where you're learning what am I gifted at what talents do I have what do I want to do what do I want to pursue and a lot of what needs to happen is trial and error Mm -hmm. so um, the book really talks about how you should choose the most important thing to you, the most the thing, the biggest thing you want to do, the biggest thing you want to accomplish, and allow your decisions to be made based off that path. Mm. For a college student, it's way messier than that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna want to say yes to opportunities that are different than your major. You're gonna want to say yes to opportunities that are different than the current place that you're serving in your church. Um, but I think you know the older we get, the more you grow, the more your like talents and gifting is confirmed through peers and through mentors and leaders it, the, you have a better ability to start saying no to things um, because you're starting you'll start to learn like okay what do I want to sharpen what do I, I guess do I already have that I want to contribute and so to answer your question really I think starting with like letting yourself have the ability to say yes to a variety of different things but it, through those things, having a mentor, friends, people who are maybe a stage or two ahead of you be able to confirm like, hey, you're doing really well at this or hey, here's some areas that you can grow in. Because um, the reality is I feel like the majority of college students I meet like have changed their majors at least once or twice. So that's going to be a reality. Like you're not going to do your most important thing right now is probably not going to be the most important thing to you 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of learning how to accept opportunities through that process. So, yeah. yeah. I One thing that I really hung on to going through um, student leadership and being a college student here at City Church is Hunter would say, he was one of the first people I ever heard say, like, it matters what other people think. And when he said that at first, I was like, no, 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 that's not, no, it's the opposite. But what he meant by that was there's a healthy balance between your, you know, your friends and your family and, and the people that you're around have a better visual of what you're good at than you do because they're on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that always stuck with me. And then his call to action after that was in order for people to tell you what they think, they actually have to see you do stuff. And so it's like jumping in, like you were saying, jumping in and, and getting involved and serving are really important so that you can allow people to have feedback in your life. Right. So, good. Yeah. yeah. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is when like a student comes up to me and they're like a freshman or just like really new to the ministry and they're like, hey, like this is my gifting. Like I need to be a part of this, mm-hmm. you know, fill in the blank. And it's like, okay, cool. What's your name again? Like, (laughs) I don't know you. Like, we don't know you. Like, create relationships with people and, like, allow them to speak into things like you're saying. Because, like, um, like it also is just, like, a practice of humility saying, like, hey, I I feel like I'm talented in this. Or I feel like the Lord's gifted me in this. But, like, I want someone to, like, affirm that in me. You know? So, yeah. Yeah, and you never know what could happen because... I, I never I didn't expect to share this, but a tidbit from like my my walk and how I got to uh, residency um, and intern and then I well first I interned with kids was I babysat for um, a city group and I met with the woman that it was hosted at and I was like I don't, I really want to be more involved at church I think I want to intern but I don't know what to do 
And at the time, my heart was really hardened towards children. I obviously respected them, can, like their image bearers, like they're, they need to be protected and cared for. I understood all of that like in my head, but I didn't have a heart for kids. Hmm. So you hated kids? Nah, That's what no. I'm That's what I, they were not my favorite age group to be around. So we'll we'll say that. that. <laughs> she knows this. Uh, but they just weren't my favorite age group to be around. But I was babysitting because I wanted to serve my church. It gave me a good excuse to get out um, outside of the college realm and see how life is lived in Tallahassee. And so this... This woman was like, Kelly, whether you like it or not, you are good with children. And I think the best place for you is to enter with the kids ministry. And I was like, you're crazy. There's no way. (laughs) Like, I'm not doing that. Um, But I listened and she was able to speak into my life and see something that I couldn't see. And now here we are. I interned for almost a year and now I'm on, I'm in residency and the kids director is my supervisor. And I love it now. So you just don't know like what the God's what the gods whoa, whoa. yo the trinity the <laughs> just want to make it clear we're not polytheistic we're not at all okay there's one what god the gods. there's one god anyway <laughs> there's no telling what god capital g god yahweh is going to do in your life yahweh. that's crazy okay that's it so jacob um would you say that productivity is one size fits all like, I know you're saying, like, oh, like, just learn how to say no. Yeah. <laughs> but is that the same for everyone? How does that look different for yeah. people? That's a great question. I think that's actually probably the one, one of the hardest parts about it is that, like, I think everybody is going to have some different level of capacity. Um, like, I think a really good example is actually Harrison, who, like, just has, like, capacity to have his hands in so many different areas like and you might be listening to this thinking like oh like maybe i don't but like i think i I think you do like you have like (laughs) you have like the energy and the capacity to be a part of like multiple different ministries whereas like i just know for myself at this point in my life like i i don't have that capacity and a lot of it is like trial and error too like like if you have gone through seasons of burnout, you've probably learned like, okay, I took on too much during that season. And what's hard about it is you might be looking at somebody from the outside and be seeing them take on all these different tasks and all these you know, different jobs or whatever. And they're learning so much and they're growing so much and they seem so positive and happy about it. And you're like, man, I can hardly focus on like this one class I have. Mm. And it's like having the humility and also like the the awareness self-awareness to say like we're different people and like i can appreciate that he can do that or she can do that but i'm i have a different capacity um and then vice versa too if you're that person who has just a ton of capacity like don't don't look down on someone else who's making choices to do less because Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day like maybe just one of your giftings is that you're able to like cognitively take on a lot like um, I am not one of those people. <laughs> so I think like, yeah, it's definitely not one size that fits all. Like, I think that all of us have the ability to be like, just as productive in terms of like the amount of time, like we all have the ability to be like completely productive in one day. But like, for me, that might be two or three tasks. And for someone else that might be doing a hundred tasks. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think that's super good, especially like, 
for the students to hear because like in the ministry like salt we kind of talked about earlier today in one of our meetings that like there you walk in there's like almost 450 people in here and you're just like super just like what is going on this is insane <laughs> yeah and like you might think i have to change my personality to fit in with these people like i need to be more like these people and i think it's good that you addressed it just like we're all built different <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of like we're all built like separate you know people and god gifted us with different things like my fiance grace when when she comes and walks into salt she's not the type of person that is like gonna be the loudest and go walk around and dap everyone up and oh what's up you know but she is thinking like okay let me go talk to to one girl freshman girl who i can make feel comfortable to be in this situation yeah. like let me concentrate on that in the lobby and like that helps her be less overstimulated, just things like that, yeah. you know what I mean? So, I disagree. Yeah, and I think it's hard for leaders too, like, mm-hmm. if you're a student leader in our ministry, like, you probably feel this, but like, sometimes you see people and they're like, they're baptizing somebody once a month, you know, they're discipling so many people. Yeah, <laughs> like, and you're like, oh my, like, I just want to be like that, I wanna, you know, whatever it might be, but like, my goal for every student leader is like, if you can disciple one person this year, that's win for the kingdom of God, you know what I mean? Like the the worth that you put into something or the, or your worth in all that is not like a number you know what i mean to how many people or whatever so like same thing like if you don't if you're not the person who like is gonna go talk to 100 people at salt like that's okay go be intentional with two people you know like that's okay. like know your limits mm-hmm. and stuff so i'm glad you said that i guess a scripture to leave you guys with would be titus three fourteen, um which says let our people learn to devote themselves to good works for pressing needs so that they will not uh, be unfruitful. Hmm. And I think I was I was looking at the context of this verse and it was talking about um, when, you know, to do good works for pressing needs, like sending like support out for missionaries and things like that. So that's the true context of what's going on. I think the way it's applicable to us is that I think the heart of it is manage let's manage our time well so that we can prioritize the local church and we can prioritize caring for others and so um there is merit and worth into having a calendar doing all of these things but not doing it so that you can brag or like you said look down on those who maybe don't operate that way or are learning mm-hmm. how to operate that way but you do it so that you can be a good servant for the kingdom of god so just want to leave you with that scripture but other than that i think I think that's all we had. But thank you so much, Jacob, for coming on. We just wanted to hear a little bit from the expert on how to manage time well. And Ooh, not the it's expert, always but a, <laughs> time key. Um, but yeah, it's something that I feel like lots and lots of college students are dealing with and learning. So thank you so much for speaking on that. We Thanks for having you. me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And that was just a, a pinch, pinch of salt. salt. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Pinch of Salt. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at City Salt Pod. If you want to know more about navigating life as a Christian, be sure to check out Tuesday nights and Sunday mornings at City Church Tallahassee.